Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ranking Thrones. I am mm-hmm. James. And I'm Evan Camacho. And every week, Evan and I meet to discuss the the claimants who sat, who tried to seek the Iron Throne, or their own possible throne. As this week, we are covering someone who did not seek the Iron Throne at all, someone who mm-hmm. tried to carve their own little kingdom. And, mm-hmm. uh, well... Didn't exactly go well. Spoilers. Mixed results, to say the least. To say the least. To say the least. <laughs> we have been tearing this person apart the entire yep. time. Um, even back in the early seasons, we in the in the first season we weren't kind to him, and we have he has been the butt of our jokes for the entire time so far of this season. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna finally talk about him this week. Yep. We are covering Salon Greyjoy. Yep. So, first off, does he have a nickname? Oh, yes, he does. In fact, okay, here's something crazy, Evan. Yeah. He has more nicknames than Aegon the Conqueror. Really? Yeah. So, his official title, or the title he gave himself, rather, mm-hmm. was Balon the Ninth. As there wow. was eight Balon, King Balons before him. Okay. And he was known as... As Balon the Brave. Okay. Balon the Blessed. God. Balon the Twice Crowned. Hmm. Balon the Widowmaker. Ooh. The Wet King. Huh. Or Kraken King. Okay. And the Iron King. Wow. So, quite a lot. Yeah. Now, in case you're wondering for... Balon the Blessed. That derives very much from the fact that he, and we're going to talk about this in, in a lot of detail, was, was a firm believer in the old way, which is very much tied to belief in the drowned god. Okay. Chief fervently supported. Hmm. So, to the Ironborn. Right. And we're going to cover this, uh, and we, when we get to the final verdict, this might be a key thing about him, and discussing that at least, is okay. to Westeros, Balon is, is kind of what, what the fans and our kind of attitude is to him. Mm-hmm. But, but to the Ironborn themselves, Balon is utterly awesome. Ha! <laughs> Utterly awesome, especially to one of his brothers. Actually, two of his brothers. Okay. Although one brother had a very different attitude towards him. <laughs> yeah. So, but first, um, just to give some extra fun details, just because we have this right now, and and to give us a good full-length episode, um, a little bit about the actor who played Balon Greyjoy in the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is is Patrick Malhide, Malhad? I'm not sure how to say that, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, if you're listening. Um, yep. Malhide has worked as a character actor in numerous beloved properties. He worked in the first season of Blackadder, Long Kiss Bat- Goodnight, and the James Bond movie, The World Is Not Enough. So, so he's been like a small a bit characters in, in many uh, beloved franchises. Nice. And uh, obviously Game of Thrones, he got to work on that, and that's a big character. Hell yeah. Yeah. So some other key differences, and also I like to always point this out for this season in particular. Mm-hmm. Or, or when I can, when we win the show Game of Thrones, that little show Game of Thrones. I don't know <laughs> if you know about it. Um, but some key differences between the show's version of Balon and the book's interpretation of Balon. Yeah. Um, in the show, we see Balon's un- Balon Greyjoy's unaffected response to seeing Theon Greyjoy's manhood being sent to him. Oh, no. He explicitly refuses to help Theon to Yara's open disgust. That's not seen in the books. Okay. Good. Nor is Yara trying to save Theon any something that happens in the books. Right. We see Balon clearly murdered by his brother Euron, which has only been implied in the books. 
Just saying. So, so a preview chapter of The Winds of Winter has Euron boast of it. Is he telling the truth? We don't know. He's telling the truth. But we'll get to that in a bit. Mm. So, side note, the showrunners decided to change Asha Greyjoy's name to Yara to avoid confusion with Osha, the wildling that the friends' friends suck. It's not a bad idea. The name similarity was noted in the books by Theon when Osha betrays him. So, with all that in mind, let's get to the main event. The life of Balon Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. Balon Greyjoy was the fourth son, fourth of nine sons of Quelon Greyjoy, Lord of the Iron Islands, and Lady Piper. Mm-hmm. Balon's older brothers seemingly died in their youth, while his youngest brother, Robin, also died when he was young. Balon would become the eldest surviving brother of five survivors. Balon, Euron, Victarion, Urigon, who was called Uri, and Aerod. Mm-hmm. In truth, as Euron would later confess or brag, mm-hmm. he murdered two of his brothers. He first killed his older brother, Harlan, who had grayscale, afflicted by the disease to the point that his mouth was sealed shut. Still, still, Harlan begged for mercy when Euron sealed his nostrils. He later killed <clears throat> his mentally challenged brother, Robin. Ron was convinced there were, were, were no gods when he was not immediately struck down for his monstrous sins. Hmm. Oh, by the way, just so we, we, we note, um, in terms of the sources, we are, are relying on uh, the World of Ice and Fire and uh, the main books. But also, and this is one of the only times I'm ever going to be doing this in this show, mm-hmm. we're relying on the, on the preview chapters of, of The Winds of Winter. For some of these key things, so technically, some things I might be saying could be revised by George R. R. Martin in the final edition of Winds of Winter, right? Which is one of the reasons why I don't typically read the preview chapters because mm-hmm. they're 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 really amazing, and it it makes me just desperately want the book even more, <laughs> but also because. Mm-hmm. Writers can change. Mm-hmm. And I personally think that this is okay. This is getting a bit tinfoiled as a, a sidebar. Mm-hmm. I think George R. R. Martin might be close to done with a first draft okay. of something uh, that, that, that will be titled eventually and released as The Winds of Winter. Personally, I, I think he might have done that. But, okay. but he might be in the revision process, and that's a very serious thing, because right. George Roman is very much a perfectionist. He destroyed about, or just threw away three, about two years worth of work for, uh, for what was his first draft of, of a dance mm-hmm. with dragons, aka what became a feast for crows and the dance with dragons. Because he wasn't satisfied with what he was working on, but that's a whole other tangent that I won't get into too much detail here. So, where was I? Balon's father, Quellon Greyjoy, was a reformer who attempted to bring trade with the Iron Islands and end their lifestyle of raiding and pillaging. He ordered that thralls, men and women enslaved from battle, was ended. The practice of having so basically what the thralls people that you enslave in battle and the thralls were assigned to do all the menial work farming and that sort of thing uh, while the the real men right. the iron men would do the raping and pillaging and looting charming yeah real charming and this is part of what of what is called in the among the ironborn the old way right the way of their forefathers that gained them notoriety and in their minds the great times right Quelon, their, their glory days 
Yes, their glory days. He ordered that the, the thralls, men and women enslaved from battle, was ended. The practice of having salt wives, wives on different islands, was permitted by Quelon, but was heavily taxed. These are all things that the are celebrated in the old way, along with right. the general idea that the ironborn are meant to just raid and pillage. And that's what, what the drowned god wants of them, and that's what they're meant to do. Right. You do not sow. Right. And to sow means to really live on solid ground and land. Yeah. We, d we don't plant our seeds in the ground because we intend to never come back for them. Precisely. You know, just like Viking kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Which is what, in many ways, the, the Ironborn are. Mm -hmm. Viking lords. Mm -hmm. For years... Oh, Quillon also invited maesters onto the Iron Islands. Ooh. For years, Lord... And he also allowed septons come to the Iron Islands. Hmm. So Quellon still believed in the Drowned God. <laughs> For years, Lord Quellon would genuinely serve the Iron Throne, offering aid in the War of the Nine Penny Kings. And most boldly and shockingly to the Ironborn, his final marriage was made in a sept on the Greenlands. Interesting. He was a reformer, a real yeah. reformer, a radical amongst his people, which is a frequent thing that happens. And yeah. the world of Ice of Fire gets into it. <coughs> that essentially, after the Red Kraken, who we talked about in the first season, mm -hmm. who was uh, uh, a great ironborn leader during the, the Dance of the Dragons that kind of still was pillaging and raping after the Dance of the Dragons was over. Mm -hmm. After he fell, mm -hmm. the Ironborn have always been torn between trying to go back to the old way right. and, and trying to reform themselves. Right. How fitting then that, that the ones that, that a father and son would embody both sides perfectly. Hmm. Lord Quellon's views were not at all shared by his sons, who strongly believed in the old way of the ironborn of raping and pillaging. Mm. Balon was a strong believer in the old way, though Maester Yandel notes that apart from this, Balon was quite similar as a man to his father. He was brave, he had his father's agility and prowess in arms, and did what was expected of a true ironborn in his youth. He was stubborn and proud and brave. Hmm. Like Lord Quellon. As proof to Quellon's hmm. sons that the new ways were wrong, Uri Greyjoy would die from the traditional axe throw known as the finger dance when Uri lost several of his fingers. There, there were traditional ironborn medics and a monster. Hmm instead treated Uri's, Uri's severed fingers and sewed them back on. Hmm. The fingers became infected and he died. Ooh. In vengeance, Balon removed the maester's fingers and sewed on Uri's infected fingers on the maester. Ew. The maester died in raving. Ew. Out of the Iron Islands, Prince Rhaegar abducted Lyanna Stark. The Mad King Ares II took the fiery Brandon Stark as a prisoner when he demanded Rhaegar. The Mad King summoned Lord Stark and other northern lords. He burned Lord Rickard Stark as Brandon Stark strangled himself to save his father. After the brutal execution, the Mad King demanded Robert Baratheon and Ned Stark. John Arryn, Lord of the Vale, and Warden of the East refused, and the three led a rebellion against the Iron Throne. Quelon, yep. Euron, and Victarion insisted on participating in the war. However, Quelon was skeptical and refused to permit them to join either side. Quelon at last 
decided to join after the Battle of the Trident, where Robert Baratheon was assured of victory. Iron Fleet began an inconsequential war with Targaryen loyalists. The only thing of note in the bloody affair was that the old Lord Quellon would tragically die, and with him, the most reliable and friendly lord of the Iron Islands since Aegon's conquest. Ouch. Yeah. He was a really nice guy, Lord Quellon. Yeah. I mean, nice by Ironborn standards, but... Right, know. but still a jerk. Somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Balon now assumed the, the role of Lord of the Iron Islands and set to undo all his father's reforms. He once again permitted thralls, lifted Lord Quellon's taxes on salt wives, and increased taxes on septons tenfold. Huh. He did allow the maesters, but had his vengeance on the maester of Pike for failing to save his brother Uri. Nice. Balon had four surviving children with his wife, Alanis Harlaw. Roderick, Marin, mm -hmm. Asha, and Theon. Roderick and Marin enjoyed bullying <clears throat> little Theon. Balon Greyjoy's second brother, Euron Greyjoy, is implied to have frequently raped his two younger brothers, Uri and Aeron. He eventually was benched from the Iron Islands by Balon after he supposedly seduced, likely raped, his younger brother Victarion's wife. Victarion was bound by ironborn traditions to honor kill his wife. Jeez. Victorian was devastated by this. Euron left with his ship and supposedly would travel to the ruins of Valyria. Mm. Now this would happen a little, by the way, like the, ba the banishment of Euron. Right. Ahead of it, but it happened after Euron, Balon first crowned himself. Hmm. In contrast to Euron, Victarion, Victarion was a reliable brother for Balon. He was a dull and uninspired fellow, but he was utterly loyal to Balon. His youngest surviving brother at first was an alcoholic, unable to cope with the trauma of, inflicted on him by Euron, along with his depression at Yuri's death. Nice. He eventually became an extremely devout worshipper of the Drowned God, always repeating the mantra that what is dead may never die, but rises stronger to heart. He said that the old Aaron was dead and now went by the name of Aaron Damphair. Five years after the rise of Robert Baratheon, Balon crowned himself King of the Iron Islands. He based his claim on that House Greyjoy swore fealty to their Targaryens, not the Barathe to the Baratheons. Hmm. Euron and Victarion were sent to Lannisport to destroy their fleet. He proudly proclaimed, The sea shall be my moat, and woe to any man who dares to cross it. Hmm. As Maester Yandel puts it perfectly, King Robert dared. Yeah. Robert sent a fleet under the command of his brother, Lord Stannis. Lord Stannis lured Victarion into a trap and smashed the Iron Fleet. Undefended oh. by, by their ships, the Iron Islands were soon invaded by Robert and the forces of Lannister and Stark. In the mm. battle, serving valiantly were Roderick and were, were Thoros of Mir and and uh, okay, I didn't write it in my notes, but I, I'm, I'm remembering it right now. Uh, Jorah. Jorah, yeah, Jorah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Thank you Jorah. Mm -hmm. And Jorah. They, they were big, prominent fighters in there. Thoros mm -hmm. with his flaming sword. Yeah. Yep. Roderick and Marin Greyjoy were both slain in the, in the battle, while King Balon was brought a prisoner before the king the true king, Robert. Hmm. Balon was bold and defiant, saying, You may take my head, but you cannot name me a traitor. No Greyjoy ever swore an oath to Baratheon. Hmm. Robert laughed and replied, Swear one now, or lose that stubborn head of yours. 
Balon complied, and his only surviving son, Theon Greyjoy, was sent to be fostered as a hostage for Lord Stark. Ooh. Unbeknownst to Lord Stark and Theon, Balon abandoned all care for Theon and placed all interest and hope for his successor in his daughter, Asha, who soon mm-hmm. lost weight and grew into a slim and fierce warrior who commanded a ship herself. Years later, Theon would not recognize his sister, and she teasingly felt his groin and pretended to be a married woman before her oh. true identity was revealed to Theon's horror. Ha. Yuck. Yep. Theon Greyjoy would be fostered as a hostage for Lord Stark. Theon was never fully embraced by the Starks, and he felt this distance and cared little for them beyond Rob Stark, though he also at one point hoped to marry Sansa Stark. Aww. After Robert Baratheon died in a boar hunt and Ned Stark was executed by King Joffrey, a mild rebellion turned into a full-fledged civil war. Renly Baratheon mm. would marry Marjorie Tyrell and declare himself king. In the North, Lord Rob Stark was declared king of the North and the Riverlands by his northern bannermen. That's going to be an episode, so we'll get into that more, I swear. Right. And the lords of the... And the lords of the Riverland also proclaimed him king. Which is very important and is often forgotten. On Dragonstone, having deduced Joffrey, so-called Baratheon's true parentage, Stannis Baratheon declared himself king. On the Iron Islands, Balon Greyjoy saw his opportunity to at last be a king. Yep, once again. This time, possibly better odds. Right. Recognizing that the strength of the North was south. Balon hoped to conquer the North while King Rob was away. Just prior to this, his only surviving son came to him, offering a treaty of alliance. Balon was immediately disgusted by his son as he came wearing golden jewelry that had been given rather than taken, as a true ironborn always takes. That Theon wore velvets, and that King Rob would give Balon lands when an ironborn takes! Theon, clearly regarded as a foreigner for his time spent with Lord Stark, sided with his father, but he was utterly insulted that he was given some pitiful ships to do raiding, and he was not in command. He wasn't even in command. The honor of, of his great command and conquest was given to his daughter, whom he openly regarded as his heir. Hmm was tasked to take the castle of Deepwood Mott. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the most crucial and brilliant maneuver was to take Moat Kaelin. The swamp lands of Moat Kaelin make, make an attack by the north all but impossible. But an attack by the south is, is easy, especially as it is not heavily fortified. Mm-hmm. Victorion led the attacks. And for the first time since the Red Kraken, and arguably since Heron the Black, the Ironboard had made a serious conquest of land on the Seven Kingdoms. Huzzah. King Rob was too preoccupied with his war with Lord Tywin to respond to this betrayal. Balon, however, did not choose to fortify his hold on the north, and left Moat Caelan little defended. Though to the Ironborn's credit, they had effectively cut off an invasion by, the, by north via the King's Road. And any Western Sea attempt to regain the islands would necessitate confronting the Iron Fleet and Deepwood Mott. Mm. Only hope of the North lay in men remaining in the North and remaining in the North, re- attempting to gain like those the men that were left in the North mm. have to rise up and remove the Ironborn, or they would have to have to attack via the east, which would mm-hmm. put them in the threat of House Valerion and King Stannis. Nice. So, and we're going to get into this from a strategic standpoint. It's decent-ish. It's, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible, but I think from the standpoint of, and I mean, I say this, I say this from an armchair general if the goal was to get in and get out great good it worked 
But the fact that it was get in, get out with no backup plan and no continuing plan, yeah, you need to work on your logistics, pal. Yeah. So. Short-sighted, to say the least. Well, we're going to cover some more. Mm -hmm. Cover some more. So, Theon Greyjoy, eager to surpass Asha, used his allies to have men attack Torin Square. Sir Roderick Castle went south to deal with the Ironborn, leaving Winterfell Mm -hmm. all undefended. There, Theon, with only a few men, was able to take Winterfell to the shock of many. Theon Mm -hmm. forced Prince Brandon Stark to surrender the castle to Prince Theon. Prince Theon drowned the blacksmith Mikan in tribute to the drowned god and took the princes of Winterfell as hostages. He also accepted the pledges of fealty from the wildling Osha Osha, and a smelly and a smelly captive named Reek. Yuck. In Winterfell, Theon had to contend with growing dissent as he attempted to sincerely rule the castle to the contempt of those inside and the growing chagrin of of the Ironborn, who disliked that he that he would not let them rape the, the people of Winterfell. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Points for basic decency. Well, we're Ironborn. That's what we do. Yeah, that's... That's what we do, Theon. It's like, no... Being a conqueror, I've conquered them. So right. I rule them. But, but that's not Ironborn way. I, I conquered Winterfell for you guys. Don't you get it? Done something amazing. On paper. On paper, it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The actions appalled all in the north and galvanized them to regain their lands. King Rob, in grief of this news, turned to Lady Jane Westerling for comfort. Theon's deception indirectly led to the horrors of the Red Wedding. Theon's hold of Winterfell was weak. When Asha arrived, he was disappointed that she came to compel him to flee, as it was impossible for the Ironborn to hold inland inland castle. They can't. Ref- what? I said they can't. They can't hold inland, inland castle. You can't hold Winterfell with 25 guys. Well, it was more than 25 guys, but it was like, but you can't hold this for that long. No. And that's part of the problem with the old way, and we're going to get, I think we'll get into it when we get to so many ifs. Mm-hmm. This is the problem, is that it in essence, in some ways, like Theon took Balon's vision, right? But 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 in taking Balon's vision, he exposed how Balon's vision doesn't really work. No, it, it and and it's kind of stu- it, it shows, and we'll get into this in a moment, but it, it shows the hypocrisy of of the reigning mindset, where. It's get in and get out, but Balon styles himself as this mighty conqueror. And it's like, whoa, it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. You're a raider. The idea is to go somewhere, grab loot, and go. But you want to set up an empire. Well, an empire needs to be settled. Yeah. So it's like, you're, you're not you're, so, so, like, that's the problem. <laughs> Right, it's like your grasp of reality is um, a little bit off. Yeah. A little? <laughs> to say the least. Uh, when we get to the ranking part, yeah, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. Mm-hmm. Just get, continue the story. Like I said, we'll, we get to bash it. We'll, we'll be bashing him bad. Yeah. So, Neon refused, Neon refused Asha's pleas. And some of Theon's men departed with Asha. And they weren't pleased exactly, just more like a kind of grunting command to say, like, just shut up, little brother, come on. Right. It's not like the... She doesn't give that heartwarming story in Game of Thrones. No, it's like, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know you're really proud of yourself. But no. 
Yeah. Oh, I skipped an important detail. I'll bore that. <laughs> the Stark princes escaped. Unable to find them, Theon Greyjoy presented headless corpses of two boys of his former lover. Huh. Wow. The actions appalled all in the North, and that was what really cemented that they need to expel the Iron Man. Because this is completely unacceptable. Yep. So. So. And then Asha arrived and tried to say, okay, come on, we need to go. Oh, and also, Theon, like, kind of a spur of the moment justified killing the, the killing the, the the Stark boys as payment for Roderick and Marin. Wow. Which he thought, like, oh, that's actually kind of clever. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But still, that's a bit low. Yeah. And it was, like, vastly different circumstances. Yeah. So. Reek, who had served the Bolton, swore that he could get Theon relief troops. Theon had already taken Reek's advice when Reek suggested the Stark ploy. Theon agreed with little to lose and allowed Reek to leave. Eventually, a northern army arrived to besiege Winterfell. With only 50 men, it seemed hopeless for Theon to hold Winterfell, but he still had one trick up his sleeve. In a parlay, Sir, Sir Roderick dubbed Theon Theon Turkcloak. Theon revealed that he had Sir Roderick's daughter, Beth, and threatened to hang her if the Northerners attacked. Theon said that, that he was no different than Lord Stark to the vocal protests of Sir Roderick. <laughs> Just as Theon fretted on what to do, he knew his threat was a double-edged sword. For if he hung Beth, the Northerners would attack. But if he did not, they would attack as they would know his threats were empty. Right. Maester Lewin advised Theon to join the Night's Watch. Theon considered it when salvation seemingly arrived in the form of the Boltons, led by Reek, who revealed that he was Ramsay Snow and had swapped places with the real Reek before the Northern Lords executed him. Jesus. Ramsay then arrested Theon and burned Winterfell. Ramsay would torture Theon, moving teeth, fingers, and his manhood until at last Theon would only respond to reek. Aww. Yep. Fans me. wanted Theon to suffer, but and then he did suffer, and fans slowly realized, oh my gosh, that's why did we wish for him to suffer? Right. The phrase, be careful what you wish for. Exactly. Exactly. That's why Martin is a brilliant author. Yep. Not soon after the imprisonment of Theon, Balon would meet his ignominious end. Officially, Balon fell off a rickety rope bridge on Pike. In reality, Euron returned from his exile and paid an assassin to kill his brother, clearing the way for his plan to take the Iron Throne. Nice. Within months after Balon's death, Reek helped the Boltons take Boat Kaelin. A king's moot declared Euron king, despite Balon's preference to Asha, or Aeron's preference for Victarion. Asha fled to Deepwood Mott, which would soon be taken by King Stannis. Balon's empire survived him only by months. <laughs> months. That's sad. Of so, before we get into the ranking part, who is he based on? May I be asking? I don't know. Who, who, I, I mean, I would kind of say Harold Haldrada, but like some of the Viking kings. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely good call. Good call. I'm not super familiar, but yeah. Yeah. But neither am I. I'm not, that's not my area of expertise, sadly. Mm-hmm. The one I was going to cite is, considering that Robert Baratheon has parallels with King Henry IV, Balon is similar to the Welsh rebel leader Owen Glendower, who led a major rebellion in the 15th century in an attempt to make Wales independent. 
His rebellion soon saw him ally with enemies of Henry IV, as they supported either the freedom of the dead Richard II, who they didn't believe was dead, or the election of Richard's declared heir, Lord Mortimer, who would be defeated. Then tempted was eventually abandoned. The date of his death and his burial is inconclusive. A colorful figure. Yeah. A little bit what what Balon is a little bit inspired by. Right. Or at least something I found a little similar. <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's have our fun now. Yep. Okay. So first category of legitimacy. To the Iron Throne, Zilch. You, oh, yeah, Iron Throne, yeah. Zilch, but we're not... I think for this time, Mike, we're going to really talk about about his claim to to kind of the Sea Stone chair. Mm-hmm. So, um... in that case, here are my notes. Mm-hmm. The Greyjoys had a long history of kings in the days of the King's Moot, with the Greyjoys <laughs> third in terms of those being selected to be king. So I mean, quite a... I mean, he's, he's pretty legit. So, Balon based his first coronation on the claim right. that they had pledged loyalty to the Targaryens, not the Baratheons. He also wished to restore the old way by being the king of the Iron Islands and wearing the Driftwood crown. Mm-hmm. So that's his first time. Right. We're going to have to deal with this when we go for the Rob episode next week. Right. Is this this basis that okay, I pledged loyalty to I pledged loyalty to the Targaryens, not to the Baratheons. So therefore, right. I'm not a traitor. Right. But is he true? Right. And how strong is that argument? And are we going to be different? And and should we be different because we might like Rob more than we like him? We'll get into that and let's debate that. Right. But here's my last note. His second (laughs) formation was like Ren was. He based that off of like Renly, the right of conquest, where he sought to conquer lands and be king on that basis alone. Right. So, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I think for the entire time, I'm going to kind of give two separate scores and divide it by two. Mm-hmm. Because we have kind of two different cases and two mm-hmm. varying qualities, in a way. Like, two very different arguments. Right. I mean, but, okay, so part of why already I will say, like, the first argument, mm-hmm. again, we're going to encounter the same problem with Rob. So I'm going right. to just say, throw this out there first and foremost, mm-hmm. is that he fought for Robert. Yes. Really late, but he did. Mm-hmm. So that makes. The first claim already pretty BS. Right. So that one, I would, pr- I myself would only go about four. That's probably so what like, I was thinking. It would be like a seven, but it's like, but you fought for Robert. Exactly. So there's a lot of hypocrisy you, there. You, you can score however you want to score, but I'm just like going to do. My, I'm going to maintain. That's what I was thinking, and I'm like, there's there's a sh- there's a bucket load of hypocrisy there. Yeah. So... And hey, that's going to be a running theme for this guy. Oh yeah. Hip hypocrisy, like really dumb thinking. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the Greyjoys, honestly, are kind of mostly dumb. Right. Or. Like, I, I hesitate to call them dumb. They are very short-sighted. Short-sighted, stubborn. And don't know... And don't get 
the meaning of victory. They think that just because doing it is it means that they're winners. It's like, no, it's not. Well, it really it's is. Of, and um, the great, um, I'll plug the them. Uh, Nauticast talks about it. It's like mm-hmm. just like the, the their big problem is that they really just don't understand like the old way. Like consistently, when they try to pursue this old way, doesn't yield them anything really good. Mm-hmm. But when they, so it's just like it's like what? Well, we got to reform, but reform isn't giving us great awesome things either. So what? Right. Yeah. And it's so, like yeah, let's, it's like yeah, let's go back to the old ways. Like yeah, but the old ways didn't work. Well, this way is not working. So Bye. I would say okay, right, right of conquest is a much better argument, mm-hmm. especially for an Ironborn that's just right. Um, King of the Iron Islands. Mm-hmm. For that one, I would go as far as. Mm. Honestly, I, I could go as far as eight because it's pretty much like solid for. Right. It is a it is a, a right of conquest. Which, if you go by that, yes, it works. But the problem That's is perfect is that... with the with with the Ironborns mentality. It's like complete, right. So legit. It's like yeah, you know, right of conquest. You're king, sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? But so okay, I'm gonna give him a seven because his his right of conquest is still pretty darn weak because he's not a great conqueror. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll that, get into that's that. What I'm but okay, I'll I'll maintain eight because it's like it's like being good at it. It's just like for legitimacy, we're just like rating how much of like a legitimate basis you have call yourself king mm-hmm. and so on that basis okay four and eight that makes it 12 for me so six is is the total i'm giving him how about <laughs> you? that's fair what about you what are you thinking about the same about the same i said like a four four and a seven so that's 11 for me so five and a half yeah. Okay. So <laughs> then that's 11.5. Not great. Not off to a great start. No. Not the bottom. Mm-hmm. Renly's at the bottom. So yeah. Far. Yeah. In terms of legitimacy. But let's see how he does in the other categories. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> He's not gonna score good in this category at all. Oh, good. I'm I'm already I'm already kind of loading that one. Well, let's mm-hmm. see. And potential. Oh. So. Yeah. Balon utterly supported the old way and encouraged the notion of restoring the Ironborn, having salt wives on the lands they controlled, enslaving people to be thralls to do all the farming and hard labor on the Iron Islands and raping and pillaging. He sincerely and utterly believed in that. Yeah. Nope, that wasn't that wouldn't have that wouldn't have lasted long. Not only does that not last long, that's a that's only a good I- ideology in quotes for the people that are doing said raping and pillaging. Right. That's monstrous. That is an utterly despicable mindset. Uh. That is Utterly awful. And I like, uh, yeah, be a little moral relativist and like, well, that's all they know. But it's like, no, they don't. Her no, father don't. didn't believe in it. Her father didn't believe in it at all. Her father kind of recognized, eh, guys, this, this isn't the way. Mm-hmm. It was, but not anymore. And uh, kind of spoilers alerts in the books, which is different mm-hmm. from the show, but Asha recognizes it. She has to right. go to a bit of heart from her uncle, but she kind of recognizes, yeah, yeah, this isn't working, guys. We got to just consolidate and make offers. And yeah. again, his his biggest problem is that the guy just does not think things through. Okay, and that's my other note. Balon had little true insight into ruling or strategy, simply no. believing that the nostalgic old way would somehow guarantee victory and glory. Yeah. No. 
So just, just no. I think the only time we've ever given a zero was Baylor the Blessed. <laughs> and that was for being a warrior. Yes. Okay, actually, I won't give a zero because for the Greyjoys, he would be... And the Greyjoys totally think this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, they think this is, like, everything about Baylon is well, awesome. He's got, this, well, he's got this stupid... He has a very stupid notion where it's like, we are ironborn. We take what's ours. But then when it gets done to you, it's like a personal attack that your ego can't take. And it's like, excuse me, if they kicked your butt, aren't they doing it the old way? Aren't they paying the iron price? To which Balon is probably going to say, it's only an ironborn if the ironborn are doing it. Anyone else is a traitor to my rule, sir. Yeah, he well, he's very close-minded. So yeah. close-minded, just in his bubble that he can't recognize what he actually is. And exactly. What the fact that he doesn't learn well, from his mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that might be into so many ifs a little bit, but yeah. no, we're we're talking about potential and like, fuck, like he, he, he was a crap. Lord and a horrendous king for anyone that wasn't his subjects. Mm-hmm. That wasn't Ironborn subject. Mm-hmm. Basically, he believes in enslavement and subjugation and exploitation. Right. So the only reason I'm giving him points is like from the Ironborn. It's like, oh yeah, woo! Right. It sounds good. Sounds good too. It sounds good and works for them, but right. you know the thing about oppression is it only really works for the oppressors. So I will give him one point because, like, yeah, Ironborn will be all woo. I don't know. I'm, I'm still. I'm. I'm actually gonna give him a zero just because. I mean, the Ironborn. The Ironborns are so close-minded and so. I, I mean, I mean, it's it's a compliment to call their land civilization yeah like that's 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 giving them probably more credit than they deserve well let's not go too mean but like yeah it's just i know what you mean is in like it's just like they, their whole culture is based on war right but they're not they're just not great. built for the idea of civilization and the idea of yeah really like doing anything other than this kind of Raiding, mm-hmm. looting. All right. So it's just really, really bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. So, so I, you're really talking me into it, but I'll maintain my my one just because, <laughs> because like, because like the Ironborn, like, and you kind of. Maybe it's just I'm not selling this well enough. It's just like it's just like them. It's just like that's their life. That's what they've been taught all their life. Is like the old way, the old way, the old way is the way. That's what we're we're, we're, we're only like in this bad situation because we're not following the old way. Right. And so like he did bring back the old way. So they're like, oh my gosh, Balon is awesome. Right. Balon is so awesome. Well, but, I think but, I think and they just kind of like forget or ignore is like, but Balon failed. Like, right. Yeah, Not awesome. only did Balon fail, but even if he did something, it would have only lasted an extremely short amount of time. Well, His empire, like... if you want to call it that, lasted lasted less than six months. Yeah. So... And it didn't even conquer that much territory. Yeah. So, so let, let's get into it. Uh, this is our probably the coup de grace. Yeah. Although potential was already a pretty bad yes. for him. So. Okay. This will be good. Use this category, so many ifs. Huh. In his first attempt at ruling as king, he gained yeah. no new territories and was soundly defeated with his elders, two elder sons dying in battle 
and his youngest son taken as a hostage. <sighs> also, let's just focus in on this. I didn't put this in my notes, but I want to just say it right now. Yeah. He didn't have a plan. He really straight up didn't have a plan. His plan exactly. was just like, I'm going to call myself king, and like I got this fleet, and my fleet is just going to be invincible, and we're just going to attack, 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 and like we're going to repel all attacks against us. Yeah. It's like, no. It's like, uh, are you sure that's going to work? It's like, yeah, right. I'm ironborn. I'm old way. It's like, that was like, it's actually, it's like, wait a minute. Actually, his plan. That was actually his plan. That's what it boiled down to. It was like, that. That's your plan. Plan. I just like that's not. That's not a. That's not a strategy. That's that's. That's that Targaryen like a, level. That's Targaryen level madness stupidity. Yeah. It's like not. Not only you are, are you arrogant and entitled, Balon, you're an idiot. Cersei, Cersei has better strategies than that, and that's not saying much. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Oh, gosh. And, and, then, and then, not only do you fail, you're barely even a threat, and you lose everything. You lose your future. Which you then deny, by the way. Yeah. You okay. deny it. You may, you act as if your son left you. So. Well, more like, yeah, my son, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want. He's dead to me. Mm. He's dead to me. He's like, what? Uh, he's hostage. Yeah. Yeah, hostage. It's just insane all around. Like it's a good idea on paper, but like in practice, it's like what? Yeah. So his uh, second attempt did succeed in gaining control of Moat Kalen, chokehold between the north and the south. That was actually a good move. Yes, that was a good move. Unfortunately for Balon, he led little attempt to truly control the North beyond his one chokehold gain and right. conquering Deepwood Mott. Yeah. Which in practice was just like was just like Asha, I have a castle. It's like great. They gonna do anything with it? Yeah, we're gonna just plunder a little bit and then mm -hmm. Like keep the castle. It's 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 near. It's it's a coastline castle, so we can immediately flee. Right. Right. It's like no, dude, we're gonna. This is my castle, and no one does anything with it. It's like, what? Yeah. Meanwhile, Theon Greyjoy, against Balon's will, took Winterfell, the, the King of the North's castle. <clears throat> However, Theon was given no support from Balon to hold the castle. And his actions galvanized the North into opposing him when he supposedly executed Prince Bran and Rickon Stark. Mm. After Balon Greyjoy was murdered, the North quickly was regained by the Lannister-supported Boltons. <sighs> Balon's would-be empire only survived him by months. <sighs> and furthermore, like, and we'll talk about it now, but like, it's like one kind of like really in some ways, is more like a hair in the black. In that, like, he actually wanted to be a conqueror and then a king. He wanted right. to actually be like, I conquered, now I'll rule. Right. Just like, but just like Danny and many other characters have found out, it's, like, it's one thing to conquer, it's another thing to rule. Right. I Especially mean, con if, conquering is almost easy. Well, as, as Tywin Lannister puts it, in the, puts it in the book. So, we have a man, and we have a man who thinks winning and ruling are the same thing. What yeah. do they all lack? Wisdom. Yes. Simple as that. Yeah. But yeah, winning, winning your rebellion and winning and winning your kingship isn't the same as keeping it. No, it's not. So I'll say right now, kind of going off of the. This is another case where we got to go on two scores. Yep. 
Well, for the first one, it's like, like you had no chance at all. Like you were one hundred percent going to be crushed. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a stupid idea. It was straight up stupid. Yeah. It was straight up stupid. And even if you weren't assassinated, okay, for the second time, even if he mm-hmm. wasn't assassinated, it's literally, it's just like, you were lucky that Rob Stark was busy, which I know that's why you conquered. Right. But like, it's just like, the minute the Northern Lords, like, are not fighting the South, mm-hmm. they're going to wipe the floor with you. Because the thing is, like, the Iron Board are good at one thing only, and that's ships and raids like and and part of like what theon kind of exposes is not mm-hmm. since of hair in the black it's like we're not really an army dude no like we're not organized and disciplined to actually like hold a castle right we can't actually like rule Mm-mm. we can only do like this one thing right you're you're a naval power stay on the water and like, They're no, they don't have discipline. They don't have numbers. They don't have armor. They just have enthusiasm and powerful ships. Both of which are kind of, both of which are mitigated by dry land and an actual trained army of knights. Yeah. So, boy, oh boy, when you put it like that, it's just like, ooh. Yeah. You brainless git. And I mean, we do know that we do know that it failed. So, in a way, that's already a zero. But like, I'll be. But it's just like I don't know. It's like it's like. And again, uh, I, I think the problem is is that the guy considers. It, it's because the guy thinks that just because I did something, and semi got away with it, that means that, that all the work is done. Right. Not only that the work is done, but that I'm I'm great. And it's like, let's let's look at the facts. You took a you took a castle that no doubt once the people are distressed that, that was unguarded, that was relatively unguarded, once they're done defeating a real enemy, they're gonna come back, not only kick your butt, but humiliate you. And you still think you're gonna win. All right. All right. That's not going to last long. I'll be, I'll be, it's kind of like, I'll be waiting to see how this turns out. Yeah. And when you, yeah, and when you all refuse, right, well, good luck. Good luck. Well, and, and the best part is when you refuse to bend the knee, and as the swordsman is swinging the sword to chop off your head, this is hypothetical, yeah. as, the, as the sword is inches from your head, that's when you'll realize you lost. Yeah. That's how stubborn Balon is. And that's how short-sighted he is. So, I'm going to give him a one because you, you got one shot, one good, one good move, and that's it. I, I give him zero for the first time and... Oh, yeah. Because he made decent-ish like... He made, like, de- no, no, okay, I will say decent, like, that's, a, like, a decent plan and, like, a decent, like, conquest moves. Plan. It just, like, but once he did that, he was like, oh, job's done. He's like, no, it's not. Uh, you need to actually, oh. and, uh, and just, like, kind of, like, expose, like, how much, like, the armor or, like, this pin, like, pin, like, a tin can, like, force. It's, like, like you got one thing you're good at, and it's not really conquering right. at all. So overall, I'm with you though. One of like, holy <laughs> mackerel! That gives him two. Oh boy! Wow. That's bad. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. We thought he would fail, and boy, <clears throat> is he failing hard, hard. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, maybe he'll get. A slight boost in this category portrait. <laughs> this will be good. Might be his one saving grace, but oh, I, even with a, if he possibly got ten from this, mm-hmm. he's still going to be 
catastrophically low score. This will be good. Throw away now. This is from Amok on Westeros.org. I really like this portrait. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, he looks like... Kind of uh, handsome in a way, but like also fearsome, a warrior. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll give him... I'll give him a three. I'd give him a four. Yeah, he looks like an half. half. Three and a half, then. I'd give him, yeah. All right. Yeah. So that is... Gives him <clears throat> seven and a half. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Nope. Still at the bottom. Yep. He is now replaced Viserys the third as bottom of the ring. He is he scored twenty-two. Uh, and remember, this is out of seventy. Ow. That's a super super F. Although keep in mind also, just to be fair to him, that like Damon's the only one that scored above Right, who's somewhat decent. That like well, not just decent, that like actually got a, like a strong score. Mm. Strong, strong score. So, yeah. yeah. That's the problem with these claimants is like a lot of them it's like, ooh, well, yeah. It just does it didn't work. Yeah. Mm. And that leads to the final category, though, the final verdict. Right. Crocken or Calamari? Is he <laughs> something really special that's worth remembering, or is he ultimately a footnote? I, I don't know. He's kind of a... Uh... It really is a bit of a toss-up. It is a toss-up, because two failed rebellions and getting murdered kind of unceremoniously... Is saying so, is definitely calamari material. However, his impact on Theon and that indirect connection to the Red Wedding—that's that's Kraken material, albeit not for him directly, yeah. but it was his fault. Honestly, yeah. Like the more I think about it, just because mm-hmm. of, of Theon, quote unquote, murdering Bran and Rickon. Yeah. And like taking Winterfell and being a, a big notorious traitor. Mm-hmm. For Westeros, he is a he is a Kraken. Right. Theon is a Kraken. Yeah. Of 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 all these ones, like even Asha, like who's a fun character, mm-hmm. is, is like she would be a footnote. And Balon, oh, yeah. okay. So here's the way I, I I'll put it is that basically. Balon is kind of only a, a Kraken to to Westeros. To, to, no, not to Westeros. To the Iron Islands. Yes. Like <clears throat> to the Iron Islands, I would be very comfortable saying Kraken. Yeah. Because he definitely like stands out. But to the Westeros, and so how do we judge this? That's. T- I mean. I hate yeah. to say it. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with edging out only because he's only to one people. He's a he's a a person. I'm gonna go with calamari. It's an extremely close call. It is. I do believe it's calamari. I think it's calamari because it's like Renly. It's a bit more like the only reason he would be like really remembered, remembered, mm-hmm. because of the fact that like he's part of the Five Kings. Right. The Five Kings, like. Other than that, eh. he accomplished on paper much more than Renly. Yes, like in a way, Renly is more memorable than him. Mm-hmm. Because Renly was actually grabbing at the at the Iron Throne, whereas Balon was just trying to secede. So, and secede. Well, he did win battles, and he did gain... But he didn't win battles. His faction won battles. He did not. Yeah, that might speak well for Rob when we come to Rob. Right. So, yeah. No, ultimately, yeah. I think he's a Calamari. Yeah, I think Calamari, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, it's just like, it's just from the, from the Westeros standpoint. 
Mm-hmm. And that's important for legacy. That's very important for legacy. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Pretty bad. We only had one dragon so far. <sighs> Next week, will Rob Stark be able to break that curse? Will we get at least one person that really stood out in history as someone that we think is really special and memorable. Right. And then next week, we cover the beloved hero, Rob Stark. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>